0: there's a quality about sevens of deciding that they know everything about a thing in an instant Oh, oh I, yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. it's and the i've done two seconds of research and now i know everything
0: and that's the line to one because one is i mean i'm doing cartoons here but one is i know everything right i know what god knows or whatever <laughs> yeah you know what i mean
2: the big hormone Enneagram.
3: hi i'm john lukovic uh, sexual self press 5
0: wing 458 trifix hi i'm david gray self press sexual 9 with 1974 trifix what up it's Emika. i'm an 8 wing 7 Sexual self-pres with 5-4 Hi,
1: I'm Nancy. I am a self press social three, weight four, with a 369 tri If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe us on the Apple Podcast app. And if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review.
3: Welcome to Big Hormone Enneagram. We are back with the inner lines. We are hopped up on Adrenochrome. <laughs> Uh, imported from wuhan china um in the last episode we talked about qanon so we're like all up in that and uh before we get into the inner lines like last episode was a couple episodes back uh we did triangle nine three six we did eight and five and we're gonna do two four one seven today um Mm -hmm. before we do got a couple plugs uh So if you've been enjoying our podcast and want to support uh, four starving artists, we have a PayPal that you can donate to if you like. It's uh, bhepodcast at gmail.com at PayPal. And um, I am starting to take uh, coaching clients for people who want to know more about the Enneagram and want to do inner work. Uh, Things like that. I have a website. It's not really done, so you shouldn't look at it, except if you're interested in this, which is johnluckbitch.com. And uh, you can figure out shit and contact me there. Oh, and also, uh, you know, please leave us reviews for this podcast if you've been enjoying it. And uh, if some people could leave uh, reviews that are exclusively just about David's voice (laughs) and appreciating David's voice, I think that would be hilarious just um, and yeah and just
1: mouth noises <laughs> yeah
3: just loving on those noises would be hilarious if what people are, who are what are all my mouth noises is it just mm, <laughs> and, um, no and...
1: it's more of like uh, i'm going to make
0: a compilation <laughs> i'm i'm going to make a uh,
2: a video of just david's noises <laughs> yeah <laughs> you right. got you got a, a wide array of okay.
1: Sonic. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that a menu next like, time I get a on a
2: menu <laughs> very predictable menu like you've got some hard like <gasps>
1: like <laughs>
2: ASMR David ASMR It's like if I left that shit in people would be like what the fuck
1: <laughs> it scares me sometimes <laughs> when i'm sitting there I'm like Ugh.
2: what do you like- mean when, like what's a scary one? When
1: what, David, what? When David like, makes random noises,
2: like when you clear your throat, it's like <laughs> yeah, that's violent. Oh, yeah.
3: That's He's, really oh, yeah. fucking violent.
1: You scare the shit out of me. sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah. All
4: there's that volcanic some...
3: power and rage of the nine is just like oh well, yeah, laid bare it's in your up. throat clearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, re- it resides. I do some loud sneezes.
0: Oh Ooh, god, saying, I'd love to hear one of your. That drives sneezes. me crazy. Loud sneezes. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Film film yourself sneezing, please.
0: You really would get off to that? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, I wouldn't.
0: Yes. Come on. The Nancy special menu. Oh,
1: okay. All right.
3: Let's do seven. Because we did five at the end last time and let's keep it going along the line. Is that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what the hell are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my tagline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's yeah that would be, be that hashtag. would be the beginning
3: of the david compilation yes what the hell are we doing and then
4: that's
2: exactly what it is <laughs> that's exactly what it is I, like i want to make fucking like make oh a my- out of his noises <laughs> Make a fucking beat of
4: David's noises. Yeah. That
3: is so funny. Yeah, David, another another noise that David makes is like, you'll kind of laugh, but it'll be like this. Like really quiet yes. laugh that while somebody else is talking yeah it's so funny
1: <laughs> he like breathes out more heavily instead of laughing and he's just <laughs> 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 oh my god all right
0: seven so yeah so what's our approach all right, so we, we, we at, were t- oh go ahead
2: I, we, talk we were it. talking about like uh how the healthy and unhealthy ways that they go to the the, the types at the connection point so we were just
0: was like, this was the other time we did this was it the one where I did some of that birth story stuff.
3: Uh, you did a little a bit. One. You did a little bit.
0: Yeah, you did a little bit. Yeah, actually, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You did. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, you did some of the birth story stuff. So yeah, well, that'd be, that'd be let's good. not do it again. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you did, did. Did you do that for eight and five? I don't remember.
0: I don't. I don't but I, I, I remember you did that for the attachment types. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: I, I think it would have been the opposite because I remember Nancy chiming in saying. That the attachment correctly, Nancy predicted the theory that you kind of can't do the attachment types in the same way. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You did it for the hexagon. Because they're sort of elemental in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
3: Say more before we... I mean, that's interesting. So, like, say a little bit more before we get into seven. Just the contrast between hexad and
0: triangle. Well, the way I'd answer that is it's harder to do that birth story... Well, just on an intuitive level, when I wrote those out originally, which is already about 10 years ago, probably, um, I, it was harder to try to find it with the triangle types. And I think what I came to is the same thing Nancy did, which is that part of the issue there is that it's those types, you know, that's the law of three and and they're elemental to all the types and so um they're sort of what you make types out of right in yeah, a sense yeah yeah yeah,
3: they're, yeah. they're the elements so, that create the birth
0: yeah mm. right and so you can't that's right that's right it's like they're the atoms or the molecules so it doesn't quite frame up that same way so. yeah all right so seven
3: we got lines to five and and uh one and what do we talk about with like the connection between five and seven last time? Um, well, I think you, you went into the sort of mental
2: intensity that fives can have or how scattered mm. they can be when they get into the seventh space
0: and how overwhelming some of you experience some of your oh, five right,
4: friends right. to
0: be once, once they get there. And yeah. weren't we differentiating between like uh like healthy movement and just average health movement or something to, yeah, differ, we, you know, we, like, we looked at the
2: unhealthy and un- unhealthy ways that uh, the type goes to that line of connection or uses that line of connection to that type. So Yeah, right.
3: like we weren't saying like, oh, a five, like five goes to seven in unhealth and eight in health. Like we were, we were saying how there's like positives and negatives in each connection. They move out of stress and how you respond to stress is like, you know, a level up or a level down in the sense of like you're rising to the occasion or contracting from it. And just a reminder
2: to the listener, you should probably just get a refresher because we did an intro to the first call. We kind of like laid out like how it works because we covered a little bit about uh, just distinctions about how lines of connections work because a lot of people do think that eight is going to two because they're going there in when they're healthy. And that's not the case.
3: Right. There's, a, there's a ways you go to two if you're an eight that are, you could say healthy and there's ways you go when you're unhealthy. But it's like either way, the eight personality is under some kind of pressure or stress stress and it's like a way to kind of relieve it or work with it or break out of it. And so like, you know, something we said last time is that, uh, you know, you don't become like the other type, like eight doesn't become a two. They still look like eights. They still act like eights. They're still eight, eightly motivated, but, um, there is a shift in perspective and there's a shift in orientation and a shift in like, you could say like energy but it's not like they become this other type. So people will often, I'll see on, online like debating about type and they'll be like, like the classic one, when whatever I'm arguing with a nine that they're, and they, you know, that whatever they said is very nine-ish rather than four-ish online, they're like, well, you know, the reason I take on other people's opinions and perspectives is because I'm a four going to two. You know? Yeah. yeah <laughs> like it doesn't ridiculous. work like that. It's not, that's how it works. Anyway, for seven, when seven goes to five, well, I would say that like seven is you know this like what what seven's really about is not just like positivity or being happy or doing a lot of things, which is all like the dumb shit that people always say about seven. It's like yeah, sevens are are really looking for like a sense of possibility and freedom. You know, they're like a mental type, and so you know it's like the mind that seeing from five is like seeing all the possibilities, all the manifestations, and. And wanting a kind of access to all the possibilities at once and so even though seven seems like they're really uh engaged in the world there's still still kind of like in a sense a detachment that comes from the mental center in seven also and so you know you're getting what, what i'm describing right now is like the five seven you could say healthy or whatever essential line or something um where in both cases there's a kind of witnessing going on and a kind of perceiving going on but like one of the the reasons that seven is a mental type and mental types struggle with what you call like inner knowing. People often don't think that sevens struggle with that because it's like they tend to be confident and, um, you know, cocky sometimes is that they don't know what's going to satisfy them, right? So they want to try a little bit of everything or try different mm. possibilities. So part of what using that line to five in a healthy way does for a seven is that it's not about what you're going to try. it's about the quality of attention and intention with the thing that you're encountering. like it's having a, you can say focus, but it's a little bit more refined than focus. It's like really being with something, really being fascinated by something and not feeling, immersing immersing and not feeling like, oh, some other cool thing is happening elsewhere that I should be giving my attention to. no there's no not like essential fomo. It's just like you're you know. You're able to, kind like that kind of cliche of like you can counter the universe in a grain of sand kind of thing. It's like mm-hmm. if you're really with something, it opens up to the things that you think you're wanting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of uh, the way that I've
2: seen sevens go to five. And this is, we should talk about this this line between five to seven. Because something that I see often happening is sevens who mistype as fives. And we recently had someone in the group who mm, yeah. thought they were a seven, who is an actual five. And so there's, there's sort of uh, lines between those two types and how they express themselves. Um, it's a little bit less obvious with five because when five, when five goes to seven, that sort of excitable, overstimulated mental energy, it's, it seems more overt versus when seven goes to five. Doesn't seem energetically overtly. Five-ish, but it's more like a certain kind of focus, and maybe even withholding that happens where they they pull back, and instead of like experiencing, 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 there's um, pulling back to reflect and focus. That happens when seven goes goes to five, but that's it's an interesting line to to explore how people might misinterpret what that looks like when a five goes to seven or vice
3: versa. Yeah. I think, uh, people really severely, um, underestimate the sense of depletion of a five. Yeah. So I think that sevens can, you know, be really, I mean, sevens get uh, a lot of shit. Like people often think that they're superficial or not very smart and like, yeah, there's dumb sevens and whatever, but like, there's a lot of really brilliant, um, just, like Visionary sevens, like uh, Alejandro Jarowski is like mm-hmm. like one of the famous people that I like the most, who uh, you know, making amazing comics and movies and just so imaginative and um, yeah, a type seven who's got clearly like a line to five, and uh, but when it comes to sevens, like sevens do have a lot of energy that can be out in the world, and they can be kind of charming and. and you know uh mercurial and quick and stuff in a way that just fives are total fucking aliens too you know like five is like there's a just a a deer in the headlights kind of like high buzzing with five That's like i can't be in the world at all whereas the seven is still there's still a part of them even if they're like a very intuitive seven um that they're still in the world in some way like even if they're like into the imagination, like someone like Jodorowsky, it's still like, oh, look at this! This event can bring out this and this color and this thing. You know, it's like there's really uh, it's more eclectic and more out, sort of experiential, like one Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How would you
0: differentiate though? Like, um, say the fives, you know, celebrity fives or whatever that are that are kind of out there. In the world, how would you differentiate the quality they have about them? Who do you uh, who are you thinking? Oh, let's see. I mean, just somebody like I don't know, Bill Gates, or or well, maybe not Bill like, Gates, or
2: like, let's say Grimes. Like Grimes is uh, Grimes. Um, if yeah. you've seen any videos of her, she's
0: very um, upbeat and maybe. What's another example that somebody? Like I mean, David Byrne of the Talking Heads. I mean, yeah, very very heady. um That people might mistype as a seven. Oh, like or, Stanley Kubrick.
2: Well, he's pretty much dead in terms of pretty much like dead. His, his <laughs> pretty much dead. <laughs> like not like literally, mean, but like his. I he, thought
1: you meant literally. <laughs>
2: I mean, he, he is. is he is dead, but um just his like if you listen to him talk there's that that's
3: not a human talking like like his affect you mean is flat (laughs) yeah 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 it's 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 completely not human (laughs) i think grimes is a good example because she's like annoying like a five at seven yes right like it's it's a little bit more high strung and it's like there's there's just like this like removed quality too like even though it's still very frantic and very frenetic uh it's not as competent in the world and it's all like based kind of on ideas in a certain way. And like what I notice about fives at seven is they really overestimate how cool they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't mean to rip on my fives, but it's like, they start kind of like thinking like they get off on this sort of like, like cheesy humor and, and, and kind of mm-hmm. like, making jokes and comebacks and stuff like this and, and kind of like, I'm going to wow you with all the stuff in my fucking head, but it, it's, it, it becomes so it's, it's like, so not in the world still that people mm-hmm. are kind of turned off by it. And they're like, cute, you know, and then they <laughs> turn around. So yeah. it's like, I, I know it as an energetic quality, but it's harder to uh, find words for it.
2: Yeah. I, it feels like uh, five's going to seven, like you can see the seven and five more than you can see in an interaction, the five in seven. <laughs> like um yeah like another true. example is like patty smith like uh it's a five that confuses a lot of people because if you see her interact in interviews she's kind of like got that grimes quality where she's just like you know making these jokes and but at the same time it's like you can feel like she's not with you mm. like mm-hmm. she there's a removed quality with fives where it's like they're they're sort of their own self-contained show when they're doing that line to seven thing Um. Whereas sevens very much are playing off the audience. Like there's, um, there's always an element that sevens are there, you know, like like they're, they, they want to be seen. They want to be noticed. They're going to be provoking. Whereas five seem like um, I'm doing this all by myself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
3: That's a good distinction. That's a really good good distinction.
1: distinction. Yeah. I was going to say sevens are more adaptable, but that's, that's more of what I was going for. They have that like need to, play off of who's around them because they can at least the sevens i've been friends with they like if the vibe is wrong they're like oh my god like i need to fix this kind of thing
3: yeah yeah they're down to engage in some way and so like uh colleen who was uh you know on our seven call uh is very five-ish seven like she's much more introverted than your classic seven and, she, you know, she reads a lot and she likes solitary and she's got like ha- hobbies that she's really, you know, cultivated. And, you know, she's like trying to be a fucking lawyer and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still uh, this kind of openness and, and kind of playfulness, like, that's like, like, I want to get in the dirt and play kind of feeling like I'm, I'm ready to experience. She's accessible. Yeah yeah, really exactly. shorter, uh, yeah yeah exactly. yeah that fives just don't uh, do well with.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, now <laughs> that I think about it, i've I've
2: spent I've probably dated sevens more than any other um, type, and one thing that surprised me is that sevens are a lot more introverted than you would expect, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and it's yeah. um, of course, like you have this ability to turn up and get wild, and um, you know sevens love activity like when i i was i dated at seven for off and on for like six years, and you know like we'd spend a lot of time together and there was the day was full of activities, but just in her day to day life it was just a lot of introverted you know just being by yourself reading and um you wouldn't think it was the same person like this person who likes doing a lot of stuff also has this ability to just stay put and be with her books and her interests and um just sevens really introvert introvert
3: hard. It yeah, seems totally. Um, surprisingly.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: <clears throat> totally. Yeah, that's a great point that uh is really not mentioned much, is they can still be sevens, but like I think most sevens I think people when they hear about Enneagram or seven or whatever the first time or the first impression they get, it's like they remember their seven friends when their seven friends are going wild. And then yeah. they kind of assume that sevens are that and like I think more than a five, a seven can definitely go wild and is very like, uh, can flow there much easier than a, than a five for sure. You know, but sevens have, you know, their, their, their type is about the life of the mind as well. And so, yeah, they can definitely be much more dark, much more introverted, much more, um, solitudinal than, uh, they're usually given credit for. hmm
0: Sevens I've been close to also complain about, um, and it's probably largely, well, I guess it's both a projection and a dynamic they created, is that people expect them to be up, and they, and they don't want to always be up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: And they yeah. get annoyed with that.
0: Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's a
2: good point that you mentioned, John, that you know, sevens can be pretty dark. Maybe the line to five is like the dark side of seven definitely like, yeah uh, you know the seven skin a lot of seven artists it's a lot of dark shit like you would expect totally. that sevens are um you know bright hopeful and all that kind of stuff like most a lot of seven artists are not making bright or upbeat art mm-hmm. it's usually disturbing dark shit that they're making like all uh jodorowsky is um i'm i mean his art tends to be pretty disturbing type of stuff but he's still a seven so you can say that the line the five is you know maybe the shadow negativity darkness and expressing itself in seven
3: yeah i want to actually shout out uh my friend who's a seven who's like got very dark and disturbing art who um his name is philippe Grenade. i hope i'm saying his last name right because even though he's my friend i never say his last name <laughs> um, but his instagram handle is philippe uh with like you know two p's and then d e and then g r e n a d e and it's like graphic and dark and gross as fuck and it's like amazing and he has he calls them he he illustrates his dreams and he calls them and makes stories around him he calls them forbidden fairy tales and uh like oh man they're so great and so (laughs) like, like so fucked up and, yeah, so he's, like, a great uh, example of a se- he's sexual seven and lives in the woods, you know, like, he and his girlfriend. And, um, you know, you wouldn't expect this kind of solitary life, but, you know, you follow his, his Instagram, and he's like, I'm hunting bears this weekend, and I- <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm, like, fucking getting rabbits to fuck because we're raising rabbits now. You know, it's, like, it's hilarious. Oh,
1: his Instagram is <laughs> oh, it's disturbing. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> 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 Um, I was, I was going to say, if you're looking at, like, if you're using David's, um like, sundial example of the Enneagram, it's the seven above the, above the horizon, tipping below the horizon into five.
0: Dying. Hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: Into the dark side.
0: That's an interesting approach, actually. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, so seven is just on the other side, you know, the sun's going down, uh, sunset, and sunset, of course, is sort of the more colorful of the sun positions, right, or whatever, in the sky. <laughs> so that's interesting in itself, but the sun's going down, right, so it's it's kind of like um, that's a piece of seven is that, oh, shit, the sun is going away, right? Mm-hmm. So I need to hurry up and experience colorful life or something like that, right? Take in a lot of sense-oriented impressions and, you know, but it's that sense that the sun is going away. And there's a quality with seven that sevens sort of um, have an energy about them that they need to keep running. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they they just need to keep moving in a certain way. And it's not... And it's not necessarily literal, but it's a quality of the mind. I mean, that's a quality, you could say, of all the head types in a way. But with seven, it's got a certain kind of traveler kind of quality.
2: And for a lot of sevens, you know, this sort of constant need to move doesn't mean that they're going out every week. A lot of sevens don't go out very much, but they stay in and they do a lot of reading. Like a lot of sevens I've known are huge readers. like just Fucking nerds. (laughs) reading a fuck ton of books, gobbling up, you know, texts and information and learning like the, like it's almost like an addiction to new learning. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so it's an interesting way that, that, that through the lens of seven that they go into the five space of, you know, needing to experience, but also like introverted and I'm devouring information.
3: Yeah um how does uh seven go to unhealthy five i guess we t- covered it with some of the like sevens can be really nihilistic mm-hmm. and i mean like a lot of seven suicides in the last couple like decade or something like robin williams and Heath ledger and uh anthony bourdain,
0: anthony bourdain yeah
3: and amy i don't know how she died amy Winehouse. uh um, that was a drug addiction, drug addiction. I
2: think, overdose i believe
3: but yeah, there's definitely, like, a nihilistic oblivion thing that a lot of, uh, like, all that hope of seven becomes hopelessness and nothingness and, like, fuck, it doesn't matter anyway, kind of mm-hmm. drive like into death. Like, similar to the eight thing of, like, the bottom
2: dropping out and eight sort of completely withholds and puts up a wall, I feel like uh, sevens can almost kind of have, like, a crash where it's like, go, 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 up, up, up. And then all of a sudden it's like the bottom drops out and it's all like a train of negativity and nothing. To dark town. Yeah, mm-hmm. like just real dark. And it's like, um, it's a hole that they yep. can get into. But the, the weird thing about it though, is that you know that the seven is going through it, but they're not necessarily going to want to put that on other people. So they just sort of hide away from other yeah. people they don't want to bring they generally don't like <clears throat> putting that mess on negativity on on other people so it's it becomes a private thing but you can tell that you know they're going through
0: some shit
3: yeah they, they're pretty they can be pretty good at hiding how fucked up they are but then or like how miserable they are but then it'll leak out in like weird fucked up ways of like pushing something to like a perverse degree or something like that mm-hmm. um seven's the one yeah on that note you could, you could also say that once uh,
2: sevens go to Darktown that you can start to see the, the line to one come out where the criticism and finding blame like let's say sevens having a hard time with a certain part of their life and they're in darktown about it the way they start to just start nitpicking and blaming other people for you know it's your fault that I am not able to get this thing that the frustration yeah. Um right. it comes out. Um and, and it's and it's not like it doesn't have
3: the nuance of type one. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> right.
4: It's, <laughs> yeah, it just comes yeah. out. <laughs>
3: and the specificity. Yeah, it's like you know, one and seven both have a kind of hopefulness, you know, about either the good or the possible. And so the frustration uh going to one, uh it's like I'm not getting the possible and it's not good. Like I'm not getting the goody things or I'm not what did David say once it was like the juicy nipple or whatever? I'm not kidding <laughs> it. Oh but then but then like you know, David and then like f- five is like maybe I just thought David said that and like, nipples. But but going to five is like uh like all that the the frustration turns to hopelessness. So that's kind of mm-hmm. interesting. But I see like uh sevens kind of like living it up and then they like slam on the brakes. And, like, either get really strict with themselves and judgmental. Oh, yeah. I and mean, we like, yep. like, I have a friend who, um, in the place I live now, before I lived here, uh, Alara and I crashed here. And he has these his, his just famously insane stories of him drinking. And he's seven. And he, like, brought these dudes back to our, the apartment. I was, like, asleep on the couch. And um, I'm at my friend's place, so I, like, I have, like, my, my pants were, like, had my wallet in it, but I didn't, like, think to hide anything because I'm at my fucking friend's house. These guys come at, like, four in the morning and up, like, stealing my phone and my wallet and my friend's uh, laptop and stuff like this. And it was just, like, really bad. And, you know, he felt so guilty that for, like, two years he just cold stopped drinking. You know, mm-hmm. and it was just, like, this the slamming yep. the brakes. Yeah
2: yeah it's it's interesting to see that happen i don't i'm sure some people know who russell brand is who's like a sexual seven pretty famous for being um what's the word how do you describe him
4: you know a a ladies man you
2: know like he's uh he's hilarious and he's good looking and he's charming and all that stuff so i mean multiple years he'd won like shagger of the year award Like he's probably had (laughs) a body count in hundreds of maybe thousands who knows that's an award yeah, there's a, in the UK. There's a Shagger of the Year award. Of course. Um, is. So anyway, like if you anyone who Something follows to in,
0: aspire to, yeah,
3: <laughs> fuck the enneagram. <laughs> Excuse me, so, ladies. I mean, he, uh, did you know I have a podcast and I have a meme page on the enneagram? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he. I mean, he's just like multiple
2: addictions, like sex, sexual, sex addiction, drug addiction. Like he was just Mr. Addiction. So he's just running through women. You know, he seven or seven, eight, three, probably. But Ah. uh, whatever. He eventually uh, turned a corner, I guess. Now he's like, Mr. uh, Let's make the world a better place. Spirituality. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's completely different. Like boring. You wouldn't think it was the same guy because if you look at Russell Brand like a decade ago versus Russell Brand now, it's like this is completely different. This is a turn. like This is a very moralistic, I want to uh, be a source of making this world a better place and raise humanity's uh, consciousness to a higher place. And you can see maybe parts of that was always there, but it's like now he's completely moved over to this side. Now he's a family man and he's got putting out really wholesome stuff. It's really interesting to see that how ones or uh, sevens can get surprisingly moralistic about even, uh, even in viewing their past sort of wild times, like, you know, I shouldn't have done that or completely making a, a big change uh, and criticizing the things that they
0: used to do. And yeah, it's interesting. Other thing with seven, the line to one is almost every seven I've ever known has ocd stuff which i think Mm -hmm. is the line yeah 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 yeah, like cleaner having to clean stuff and just being like super neurotic crazy and it's and and they easily go into it Mm -hmm. uh too Uh, another one with seven to one is there's a quality about sevens of Deciding that they know everything about a thing in an instant. Oh, God. oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. yeah. It's and the, I've done two seconds of research, and now I know everything. And that's
0: the line to one, because one is, I mean, I'm doing cartoons here, but one is, I know everything, right? I know what God knows or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Something like that, right? So it's like, you, you instantly, yeah, so that can be an irritating
3: thing that's them. that's the thing the thing about sevens that probably irritates me more than any anything about seven is that yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah then they get this like uh going to one they can get this like now i have a holy mission like now like yep. like you know like a like a, a russell brand thing but most like i don't know his deal but like a lot of them, a lot of sevens that are stressing that think they're going to one in health but it's really stress. it's like mm-hmm. get very um I'm awake now, brother. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 like
2: and and do you know the thing with sevens that are TV or TV hosts or a lot of these shows where they're judges. A lot of those those um, people playing those parts are sevens, and it's like Simon Cowell, for example, is a seven who's really famous really? for being
0: highly critical. Uh, That's which, another one too, right there. Is I think a lot of critics, like professional critics, critics are yeah. sevens. Are it's sevens. sevens. Mm-hmm. Right, fashion critics, Tyra Banks. I, well, I don't know if she's a seven, but um, <laughs>
1: I would but have they... never pinned Simon Cowell as a seven.
2: Oh yeah, yeah seven, seven wing eight. But I mean, he's seven wing eight with with uh, a one fixes. That's a lot of criticism, and... it yeah, is, my yeah. body got
0: like wing eight t- with t- a one fix. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's it's. I mean, the it's like food critics too, yeah, right? Yeah, so i mean yeah, it makes a ton yeah, of sense. that does you know, make sense. Because you're going out to all these different places and then you're nitpicking. It's
3: <laughs> so, like, like, yeah, being like a food critic is like, sounds horrible to me because you have to do, like meet all these fucking people and you have to be somewhere all the time. And yeah, it just sounds awful. But yeah, only a seven, I think, could handle that. And you,
2: what was that show, Parts Unknown, the, the dude who killed himself? What's his name again?
1: Oh, Anthony a. Bourdain.
2: Yeah. And so this I thing- like him. This, the travel writer uh, thing of I'm going to look at all these experiences that could be great and fun, and I'm going to rank them, and I'm going to criticize them, and I'm going to optimize my experience. And when it's like, how dare you have a restaurant or a hotel that's not up to my, that's not producing the the mm-hmm. um, the best experience that I could have had or I expected. And so there's this aspect of sevens of you, I deserve. To have this great experience, and if you do, if I don't get that, then I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna rip it to shreds. And so, and it's a your lot of fault. seven, yeah, a lot of seven shows. It seems like it's it's operating on that premise of is this is what it's
3: supposed to be. And if it's not, then I'm gonna rip you apart. Is that Gordon Ramsay, dude? Is he a seven? Yeah, yeah, he's a seven. Yeah. yeah. Like his, like I've never, wa- I don't watch fucking that shit. But I, you know, see him on on clips online, and it, like that kind of bullshit, like that, like attitude drives me insane like <laughs> yeah. fucking hate those people he's you know, another they're... seven with a one fix
0: i'm sure oh yeah.
3: god yeah, yeah totally and the
0: and the travel critic hotel critic that means you're running around to a new place every week or whatever right mm-hmm. so there's there's more what seven. a rough life yeah well <laughs> but, was, but you're on the run right oh you know uh, I
1: mean? yeah that's true
0: yeah
3: new 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 yeah what about yeah. um healthy uh seven and one?
1: I was just gonna say, I guess they could probably like hold themselves to standards and schedules and be a little bit more like regular human boop, 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 kind of thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think like all that fucking like I want to get what I want shit from the seven becomes like like I want to basically like make way for the good or the sacred or like you know like I think like that I don't know Russell Brand guy like again I don't I I know who he is I don't follow him but it sounds like you know, you do indulge yourself and you're like, this is sort of empty and I'm not getting fulfilled. And so it's going to really fulfill me. And so, um, yeah, there's like this sense of feeling called to do something better or to, you know, there's like a teacherly quality to a lot of sevens who have like gone to healthy one in a way of like, I've been through this shit and, you know, like I want to, I want to bring some kind of level of hope or goodness to the world. Yeah, I can speak to
2: Russell Brands because I I was following him for a little bit and I was like, what the fuck happened? (laughs) (laughs) Because he was, you know, super Mr. Mr. Addiction and he went through the 12-step program multiple times and then he realized that he was just, you know, following a cycle of empty indulgence that wasn't going anywhere. And so he... He wanted to be a conduit for that, helping other people who were going through addiction, and so he wrote his own version of twelve, 12 steps program and going around promoting it. But also, like in terms of his content, like promoting self awareness, spirituality, higher consciousness, and and trying to like I want to be someone who makes a dent in in expanding um, people's consciousness and making the world a better place. So it seemed like a really healthy. Uh, example of a seven going to one uh, but also has that quality of you know i've arrived kind of you know like <laughs> yeah like, yeah definitely you know? <laughs> but and it's it's a fucking shocking change if you know if you've been following a guy for uh it's like yo <laughs> it's like mr shagger of the year went from that to you know, let me h- help you meditate.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think I think the the advice for sevens that do go to one is like don't be too impressed with yourself when you're doing yeah. the right thing. You know, <laughs> like, right. like right. sevens are always like <laughs> I was just on a Gurjef call uh with uh and, and a friend of mine that's seven that was on there who was like, Man, I always just like give myself compliments like really easily. And it kind of shocked me when I was pointed out like how easily I give myself compliments. And he was having this moment of humility. Um, <laughs> seeing that but it's like sevens are like a lot of sevens not all of them but a lot of sevens can like really just be like really generous with giving themselves compliments <laughs> and are yeah. like thinking highly of of whatever they're up to uh yep. sometimes a little too much yeah <laughs> sevens are their biggest cheerleaders it's
2: <laughs> it's part part of the reason why i like them is because i can just go as far and as crazy as i want to in terms of being negative cuz it it's not going to burst the bubble it's not right, right. going to work so let's
3: uh let's do one unless we have more to say about healthy seven weeks. that was a pretty good uh summary there mm-hmm. yeah yeah um yeah normally sevens get like the least amount of time because they're always like people sort of eight you know like because the body yeah. center sevens get the short shaft and then <laughs> they do yeah and then everybody's like that's super official <laughs> that's the seven you know and yeah. so it's good we get extra time to seven so yeah so ones with their lines to seven and four. So I guess like starting with one at seven, you know, it's like uh, ones are always trying to like uphold something good and sacred and meaningful. And then, you know, like the good and meaningful and sacral can be uh, joyful and fun and pleasurable and uh, sensual. And all those things that like uh, often are sort of indicators to the superego of the one that something might be getting too, uh, too bad somehow uh it's like they can open up and relax and uh enjoy and indulge and appreciate and it's like that the good and the sacred is not this austere sacredness that has to be held up you know by resisting the flesh or something like that that it's like a real a real thing
2: yeah i i only have i don't have that much experience with one but just the from the sexual one perspective um, my experience of one sexual one going to seven is on one hand, you have someone who has a lot of high standards for, you know, it's gotta be this way, like rigidity around um, attraction, for example, saying that this is the way that I get into a relationship where this is the sort of standards that I have. And then going to seven, there's sort of like this freedom of, I like, just throwing those restrictions out the window and just experiencing can Mm -hmm. happen where it's it feels like it's leaking out where it's like the rules that uh one set up for themselves are they want to transgress them or they want someone to help them or push them uh past those lines it seems like uh they deeply want to uh experience transgression of the same standards that they themselves uh, Mm -hmm. have set up for themselves and so that's seems to me how the line to seven shows up yeah that's interesting
0: One way the line to seven shows up with ones, this is kind of average health stuff, is sort of teaching people to be spontaneous in a performative way, like like being suddenly expressive or joyous or um, appreciating something in a sort of loud way, but the one is teaching you by doing that right there it's you know it's kind of obnoxious in a way it's like (laughs) yeah it's like that like i'm showing you hey here's how you enjoy life right but it's but it's got that one rigidity right it's like but i'm teaching you do you see me do you see what i'm about this is how you do it you know it's that kind of quality
3: (laughs) yeah no that's great that's actually really interesting and funny Mm -hmm. um i also like you know like i mean my friend mary that was on our one call You know, like Mary will be like, you know what? I'll have another beer. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. I'm going to
1: treat myself.
3: Yeah. (laughs) You go, girl. Yeah. "Yeah." (laughs)
1: You
2: You could say that Martha Stewart's, like, Martha Stewart's, you know, living, like, is an example of this is like a one trying to show us how to live the good life. (laughs) You know, and a lot of her show is just like, you know, I think she has a show where she's just showing people, uh, like really expensive upscale lifestyle kind of stuff where you could say that that's kind of like a seven thing of experiential indulgence, but
3: she's like showing us that this is the correct way to indulge your lifestyle Emeka. wants. Emeka, are you sure you want everybody to know that you're a huge Martha Stewart fan? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how do I know this shit? Right. <laughs> Her show is just like, she does all the, you know, yeah. She does these. Amazing I got this from a Reddit,
1: Reddit
3: thread. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I go how to Amica's apartment in Chicago and it's like a it's like a Marvel Stewart catalog.
0: <laughs> yeah. What else? <laughs>
2: um, it is surprising how uh ones can let their hair down in ways that you wouldn't expect, uh given the sort of standards that they set up for
3: themselves and mm-hmm. yeah and, and others. I've sometimes uh I've I I had a I met a one who was uh it was like at a conference or something. And he was like having this very loud, obnoxious humor. And it was like going to seven in just the way where he was just like a little too hard, you know, like, like somehow he felt this like liberation from his superego and was just like laying out the jokes and like, you know, and it was, I mean, he was funny, but it was like a little much like his, his humor was pushy. And I, I, I wonder if there's a little bit of that instructiveness uh that's what it is I, I think that's exactly what it is it's a little bit of like like look how you just like let go you know there was like a little bit of a show there that that <laughs> i didn't i have always remembered that impression because i couldn't quite understand it and then david saying that like kind of clarifies some of that here's here's how you do it guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally. here's
1: how you have fun in a simple setting
0: i <laughs> see, see I, how, I how fun i am with my rigid back that's got like a pole going up it uh when i was dating jamie
2: the sexual one who was on here she she was a dj and there it's an interesting thing about like oh a dj is like a really carefree person but she had these like sort of standards of like you should know about these records like if you like music (laughs) you should know like it's almost like this how do you not know about this record that's so fun and 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 it had this sort of like um instructor quality to it like i i know how to have a good time with music <laughs> it's just like i don't give a fuck what this record is it's either good or it's it's not but she's like right. judging me for not knowing
3: or not knowing who this artist is or whatever the fuck and i was like okay <laughs> i also with the with this the one going to seven in like a low way like there's a lot of like do as i say not as i do kind of like yes getting outlets mm-hmm. like you know, getting the candy or having the sex or whatever it is that they like, they give themselves permission to indulge in. But it's like, you know, this is okay because I did all these other good things or something like that.
0: Yeah. Or sometimes
3: it's a an
0: actual like double life kind of thing. Uh-huh. Like uh the guy that was, I think it was governor of New York or Elliot Spitzer. Uh,
3: yeah. I think, it, what was he? Was he like attorney general or something? Attorney
0: general. Yeah. Me, and he see. had a whole, yeah, he had a whole, uh, history of with prostitutes and stuff, and that's a typical thing to have a, a, an, a, some kind of pretty extreme I- indulgence actually that's like your your release from all of the rigidity of yeah. the superego stuff yeah
1: That's one of the reasons I mentioned the serial killer that I thought was a one because <laughs> I feel like I feel like the double life thing just fits so well with ones.
3: Who is the serial killer?
1: Um, Robert Hansen.
3: I don't, know. I don't know who that
1: is. I've just been—I've been listening to a lot of true crime, but I just think I feel like a lot of serial killers were probably ones because they had this like perfect like family life, and then all of a sudden they're like, "I kill gay men in our in our <laughs> pool room with full of mannequins because I'm pretending we're having a party." It's like what Jesus is- Christ.
0: Hmm. What is a yeah. BTK? Oh yeah, See, uh-huh. I have no idea What's what a a BTK nine-wing? is. Who's that? Yeah, he's an BCK interesting
3: The bind, torture, kill. Uh, oh. What? He, look him up. He's fascinating. Ooh. He was like, they, they, yeah, he's, in, anyway, we do a whole serial killer thing sometimes. Yes. We should do a call. I'm so
1: killers. in on that. For okay. the
3: listeners, please submit any uh, serial killer fours because uh, I need some representation of my people out there.
1: Are there any?
3: <laughs> I don't know of any. I've I feel like they're a little
1: lazy four. to be serial killers.
3: You know, has uh, that's foolish. a little offensive to me. Nancy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tell me I'm wrong, though. Do you actually want to put in the effort to hiding a body?
3: No, I just kill myself.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's,
3: that's what a four would do. I,
1: <laughs> I have a whole plan on hiding bodies. I'm such a, a disappointing right type.
3: <laughs> Suicide, first option.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to off myself, bye.
3: You know, i also seen um, ones already have this sort of, like, fantasy life in terms of, like, their, like, the kind of you could say like pseudo religious goodness, mm-hmm. but then it gets a little kooky with the Malign to Seven. I've found, you know, like um, sometimes they're religious, imag- like not, I'm not saying literally religious, but what sort of feels like a religious imagination can get a little kooky in terms of either cartoonish, in terms of um, like angels or whatever, or it can get like weirdly like red dragon perverse. You know what I mean? Or
0: like operatic almost.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's a better word. Yeah. You can look at someone like um, Jordan Peterson
2: as a good example. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> drama. drama. Right? Yeah. What, big like, drama. What's yeah. he got? Like a drug, drug addiction now? The painkiller addiction that he had? Some kind of painkiller addiction.
3: <laughs> He's like somehow in a Russian hospital held captive <laughs> by his meat eating daughter. Who's like more insane than he is somehow, and is like posting uh, bikini pics online and whatever? It's like, you know, when like she's the dark feminine that like he birthed, you know? Like, it's so interesting. Yeah. Anyway, Jordan Sorry. Peterson. So funny. <laughs> what about um, the line to four
2: on one. Ooh, that's a good one. He'd he'd be a good example to look at in terms of a line to four.
3: Yeah. He's um, got a boat. I mean, whining yeah ones can mm-hmm. get very whiny mm-hmm. and picky and like but like bitchy about their pickiness mm-hmm. so i mean like on the high side like of uh, i'll give the high side first because i just feel like it's shorter and easier and funner not funner <laughs> but the, like the dark side you can really like get into um but like you know a lot of ones like 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 mary for example that we had on was uh, she's an opera singer And I find a lot of ones connect to, you know, and Jamie talked about this too, of like uh, relating to chaos through making form and making aesthetic beauty and like not destroying chaos, but like transmuting it into something beautiful and artistic and Mm -hmm. uh, soulful. And so it's like the spiritness of one gets soulful at four and, uh, there's you know the sense that the sacred has beauty and and beauty is sacred and um excellence in aesthetic uh realms is like an important part of the sacred also could be
0: like uh the, the line to four is like uh transforming the dark heart or the conflicted heart you know into some higher form If that makes sense,
3: some Mm -hmm. higher, higher behavior or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Well, I feel like, like, so Jordan Peterson fucking sucks, but I do understand why people initially like him, and because he did have this thing of being real about how fucked up things are, yeah, and and talking about it in a way to, and essentially rise to the occasion of it, or you know, like to transmute it or to like like have a kind of a principle or value in the face of like the overwhelming degradation and darkness of life. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, and that like I can understand like even though like as soon as I was introduced to him, I like had a red flag up about him being fucking idiot and right wing, whatever. But like I could get why people liked him for that reason because he does have this genuine sense of like looking at the darkness and um our culture is so sort of overly positive
4: mm-hmm. so it was, yeah
3: It was an opposite to that right and having a like having something to do with it that's that's constructive in a sense yep so he became the incel king <laughs> but yeah on the negative side i mean like we were saying ones can get uh whiny about their preferences and critical um but there's like the, the sense of hopefulness that one often has that things can be better just gives out like seven goes to five. It's like, there's no hope and it just becomes despair and grief. And a lot of the uh, the passion of the one anger, a lot of what's underneath that is a kind of grief that the sacred is either lost or maligned or something. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that feeling of loss comes to the fore and it's like all the kind of championing championing of one turns into just like, self-hatred and like collapse yeah loss of hope that's what happened to jordan peterson with the
2: fucking yep. addiction mm-hmm. problems seems like he just gave out yeah i want i think i mentioned i'd watching some interview where he he was like on the verge of tears for like he was in tears he was crying yeah he I was crying <laughs> yeah. i was like Dude, 20 kid, minutes 20 yeah. like a long time and I think this was right before he submitted himself to to rehab. And, like, I was like, dude, you're, you're a mess. Like, you, it's, like, the bottom that, has given out, and it is, you are in a bottom, like, a,
0: a downward spiral. That video is, like, both happening at the same time. That's, like, the big performative drama of the seven, which can kind of get, like, maudlin theatrical. Like, yeah. sort of yeah. doing it. And, yeah. and the four of the whatever the actual despair and and depth of the darkness or whatever
3: you know the like the brimstone preacher archetype Mm, yeah i mean you get the brimstone you know you get the drama like you're saying like you get that flare of it and the kind of aesthetic uh over-the-topness of like no it's gonna be hell and it's gonna be a lot of suffering and it's gonna be like you know the worst you know spiders are gonna rise yeah yeah
2: Do you guys remember uh, Sinead O'Connor? Sinead O'Connor, yeah. Sinead Sinead O'Connor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's the one. She's the one who had a a massive... I mean, she's got mental problems as as well, but she had a massive meltdown, and it was just public. Like, multiple videos of of just her talking Mm -hmm. about how she's in a bad place. She was, like, holed up in some motel somewhere, and she's just, like, not in a good place. But it was... She's a sexual one, social last, but she was just, like... Just bleeding her heart out in public about how fucked up it was and how and it was sort of this emergency where somebody needed to go get her to like make sure she doesn't do anything to herself and so um it's it's surprising it can be surprising to see like a type one having a meltdown of like yeah when they're at that space of it's just fucking hopeless there's nothing good and uh I'm suicide. <laughs> like it's <laughs> the type four, like it's time for me to off myself, take myself out of this game. You know,
0: complete hopelessness. And at the same time, the high dr- dramatic flair. Yeah, Can't yeah. Agree. And publicity, uh, right? Like it's out there. Seven style. Right. right.
3: right. Is um any Lennox of uh you is she uh yeah, one she's a one. She's a one, yeah. Yeah. We thought yeah. she was a. I did I thought she was
0: a four, but then we took a closer look at her. Yeah, she's a one. Yeah. Cool. All right. It's well, do four. well oh, go, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, just real
0: quick, Sinead O'Connor, Annie Lennox. There's a thing with ones. I don't know if there's a way to make this relevant to the to what we're talking about, but um uh short hair on women. Oh, yeah. It's like a it's like a symbol of you know shaving off the wild animal self and trying to contain Mm. you know kind of the i mean (laughs) all that the 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 in in a way it's you could look at it through you know a reaction to being between seven and four right like yeah those are those are Dramatic and sort of volatile Dionysian energies, right? Four and seven, in their own ways, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, so one is kind of trying to contain that. Anyway, go ahead. I uh, an interesting thing
2: that happened when I was uh, dating sexual one is that as soon as we started seeing each other, she she chopped all her hair, or not all yeah. her hair, but she got a, a short <laughs> haircut. So I was like, you're dating this this fucking wild dude or whatever. It's like I gotta rain it in
4: <laughs> I was like I
2: was like why 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 is it that as soon as we started seeing each other that you get a short haircut like what in uh inspired that and so it's interesting to hear you say that'm
0: like, oh shit <laughs> I've seen hey, it whiskey, multiple times I've seen it multiple times
3: it's it's interesting that phenomenon. it's funny is like uh for listeners who've never seen emika emika's hair looks like the uh monster from stranger things season two uh like the, this is like emanating force coming out of his head and so yeah that's funny that she didn't you know, shave everything off she went the other direction i was like okay
2: i guess that's the kind of uh
0: inspiration she was she was correcting you by example yes yeah. christ look at
1: look at this hair oh
0: <laughs> this is
3: how you do it
1: um I can't I can't hang guys. I'm going go no. to go bed. <laughs> All right.
3: Bye. 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 Nancy pieces out as soon as we get to my type. Yep. Not not okay. <laughs> um this is an important one. What, what, what do you mean, Emeka?
2: This is the one everyone fucks up because uh well one this is the type that people most uh mistype yeah. as. So there's wow. the most misunderstanding about what for going to two and and uh one is like um so just unpacking like what the fuck it means when four goes to two is really important i don't think it can be repeated enough that you know a lot of attachment types will say oh, i'm healthy or i'm at two right now that's why i'm super empathetic or whatever um uh, it would be really cool to to understand like what does it actually mean that, that a, a type that's chronically disappointed and petty <laughs> and self-absorbed is going to too like what the fuck does that actually look like
3: yeah um so for one like what i notice is first of all that um i, I think that one of the main things is like as a for looking there's always this sense of like meaning this like this quality of meaning is like the main thing and so when it be like a lot of the four spinning and reacting is feeling like a loss of meaning and, and meaning is related to identity. Like who am I in relation to, there's a sense of like, you know, profound separation from everything and trying to be myself and like, but myself is not just like me. It's like seeing it as like a, as, as anchored into a deeper source of like reality in a certain way. And so like a lot of fours have this sort of, um, you know, like spiritual side or, sacred side right and so uh i think that comes out with the line of one right when you plunge the depths or of
0: meanness and 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 finding meaning there's got to be like a sort of maybe some eternal principle or principles there yeah
3: yeah but it's a little it's it's it definitely has more of like a a sense of sacred than like a nine-ish kind of spiritual take Right. Like, yeah. You know like I mean think of the way I like fucking uh, come in my pants on the at the uh, pyramid, you know. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like It's
3: like yeah. it's so important, you know, and one another way that it's translated is like, you know, it's getting more into my body uh, and getting more in my body as a way to um, actually like have a real life from instead of just like this inner inner storm all the time. And so like, yeah, like discipline follows, like I work out every other day and all this kind of stuff, but it's like, it's still, I can't keep a schedule that's, that's structured. I can't, and I won't, like, I don't want to, but yeah, there's this thing of like, all right, I don't give a shit about anything except this, this thing. And so at least I show up for that. And so there's this like showing up and actually like making things happen and, um, actually like having a disciplined or routine building to something that I find because you're, you're like trying to actualize something real or sacred. So like art can be like something like that. Like I want to actually create art and there's something sacred in making art. And so it's not just thinking about art or not just thinking about even being an artist, but actually I want to like make this sacred thing actual. And so I will try to paint like every night or whatever, you know, it's like, I will do those things instead of just sort of being in this self-indulgent narcissistic inner inner world. You know, you, you posted a interview for
2: Marilyn Manson for his latest mm. album. And I watched it and I thought it was pretty interesting as an example of um, the line to one, because he talked about how, I mean, he recently lost his, I don't know, one of his parents. His mom or something. Something like that. And he felt like he had found uh, a deeper connection to his place. In, in like what his music could do for people, especially mm-hmm. given the time that we're in. And he spoke beautifully about how um, he recognized his uh, place in, like almost like he had a sacred connection to what his music could mean to people and how it could mm-hmm. touch people. And um, like he seemed really centered in in like, Purpose and it seemed like uh, that. That to me, it felt like you know this is what four going to one is. It's like Manson has a reputation for just fucking with people and being provocative, but recognizing that you know his music has an important place, and he said that multiple times. And I was like, that's really cool. Uh, and so that's a pattern I've seen with multiple ones. I've seen that with Prince, where behind the scenes he was known to like reach out to art- other artists and and just make like anonymous donations or helping other people in need out and there's this seems this uh, sacred connection to some kind of purpose either through art or just uh this thing is really important and i'm going to channel this focused energy into um kind of like with the seven of making the world a better
0: place kind of a thing it's one ish too in the sense of a quality that you guys are getting at is that there's a specificity you know, of the interest as opposed to, like you were saying earlier, John. The difference between sort of nineish, uh, I don't know, spiritual mindset versus one, right? It's it's um, nineish is uh, it, it's sort of widespread and universalistic, mm-hmm. right? Whereas mm-hmm. the one, it's a very specific and targeted, right? And yes, th- yeah, yeah. Very specific issue, because I
2: mean, sometimes you look at nines who are into spirituality and it's just about over raising consciousness where one, you know, just accept yourself. It seems more like a very much more vague type of spirituality, whereas uh, when ones or fours that go to one, it's going to be very targeted issue that that they're that they're going to be focusing on
3: yeah uh, yeah there's there's difference in specificity and um like you know nine spirituality is very universal there's there's like a a sense of being a conduit for something universal and that we're all one and all this kind of stuff like this and like four mm-hmm. spirituality is much more like um an emphasis on like like transformation you know and like mm-hmm. like right. the that kind of the process of suffering, like in the Christian thing it'd be like the stations of the cross would be like the thing. And then, you know, the crucifixion, it's like, you know, for me, like the Osirian mysteries are like the big thing, you know? And, um, but it's like, it's transformation of identity and what that means in the mystery of identity and how in the, the mystery of it and the like, uh, yeah, just the, the mystery and how that mystery has like a certain kind of tragic beauty to it. Transformation. That's a, that's important right there because I mean that's a
0: one energy is to reform and refine and make something better. Right. There's a, yeah. There's that quality of um, yeah, just raising the standard right? through a through a possible like rebirth or metamorphosis.
3: And I, th- I think Emika's point about like, I was also really struck by that Manson interview because I've been a Manson fan since middle school. And, uh, you know, like he had a certain kind of humility and a kind of clarity and a kind of lack of pretension, which is, you know, hilarious to say about Manson, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he was so real there. And if for listeners, uh, it's like a interview on we are chaos, his latest album, which I think is really good. And, uh, Anyway, yeah, like I was just struck by his sense of like, you know, like like fours as an image type are narcissistic, like just like twos and threes, um, just like a lot of types. But uh, there's a sense that the character of the identity has a role to play, like almost like the shaman is a character that has a role to play. That's a sacred role that's supposed to be a certain uh, outside agitating force. Uh, that that enhances the like the possibility of transformation by being somehow subversive to something collective, and I kind of felt like that's the place Manson was at. It's a weird interview to watch, just because if you've watched
2: any Manson interviews, it's like it's he can feel impenetrable in the sense that he's fucking with you Ed, with every response, and this is probably the first time I've seen an interview where, uh, like. Whoever he is was really there in terms of, you know, answering every question kind of like really genuinely. And like he was speaking from a really, uh, a real place. It's really interesting. You really saw him being a hard type. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he seemed like he was on the verge of tears if you like for a big (laughs) portion of it. Like, I mean, like, like he was truly hashtag all the feels. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But in the sense that he was, he he was channeling some level of, of, his own grief, and also just like a collective suffering, and and recognizing his own place in in being a voice to, um, like he said multiple times that I'm just trying to make music that people like me can can feel, uh, can can hear and feel, you know, that they can that there's someone out there who understands where they're coming from or something like that, but it it. Yeah, it was really interesting to, to, to hear that. Uh, you could really feel that he. this is a hard type. You know, this yeah. is an
3: emotional type. I mean, Manson, uh, you know, like, he's got a lot of cheese in him, but, like, he's a great musician, and, like, yeah, like, he's, he captures a certain vibe that is so, uh, so many people can't do. And they do a shitty version of it if they try to do it. And, it's, you know, it's one that, like, the kind of anger and disgust but it's like healing at the same time. And, like, I mean, it had meant a lot to me growing up and throughout my, my life, basically. So, yeah, I, I really appreciated that. Um, the unhealthy worth- side is, four going to one is, like, picky, fussy, not good enough, uh, idealizing somebody and then rejecting them, um, bitchiness. Uh, there's a way that, like, you know, like, if you watch videos of Prince where he's got this, like, like eye-rolling, like, pissy <laughs> thing, the pissiness. <laughs> Like the
2: seven going to one, sort of being a TV critic kind of a thing. You know, fours can be like fucking the harshest critics.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like an, it's, it's one ish in the sense that it's like an absolute judgment, right? <laughs> like the, yeah. This, that is absolutely bad and it's a fact. <laughs> it's, Whatever. Oh, it's always God, been that bad. Hits.
3: That hit. <laughs> yeah, where do y'all see one in me? Uh, okay. I see
2: one. Uh, for example, like, you have certain standards, because, I mean, even for 4 and 5, like, there's a lot of not giving a fuck that you've got, but there's certain things, a few things that you really do give a fuck about. For example, like, not eating a lot of meat, for example, you think that's really important. And so you have, like, a couple pet ideas that you have, um, that you can go on a fucking crusade about. Yeah, yeah. You know, for example, like even anything around uh, Egypt, you know, in ways people are misinterpreting that it's like it it has it can take on a a one ish flavor. And I also think some of the the political or cultural criticism criticism is your line to one, you know, just Mm -hmm. you can say that's sort of somewhat of a four and five thing of just kind of showing everyone how rotten existence is. But I feel like that's
3: definitely one in there. That's definitely one, you know, cultural criticism is uh a... yeah, you know, you brought up um and I'm not trying to like make mix something in, but like I do think that there is a certain kind like a lot of fours do this like I'm anti ethical in a certain way, but then like mm-hmm. there's a certain kind of ethics that is really important to fours that I've seen yes. universally. Yeah. <laughs> That's but it's exactly always like it. very personalized and hard to kind of pin down exactly unless you know them pretty well. Exactly. Yeah, it's so like, a very subjective mor- morality. <laughs> but it's like super intense and it's, Yeah. They fucking hate you, you know, like if you somehow like don't abide by their personal morality. Like yeah. I will fucking hate people that like uh uh let me think of I I can't think of, you know. I don't know. I just have <laughs> I, I just fucking hate some people cuz they like do some little thing that I think is like outside of my like ethical judgments and like yeah. they're they fucking suck from now on. And and it's
0: yeah. it, it reminds me of that phrase you used earlier, fire and brimstone. It's actually like fire and brimstone in a little package in a way. <laughs> like, like that person is damned or whatever. They're just. Yeah. They're yeah.
3: <laughs> Written fucking off. Like Written I'm damned, off. but they're, they're like, uh, they're bland. You know, it's like, <laughs> there you go. It's like, I, I, like, as the four of the narcissism is like, there's still an interesting operatic, dramatic thing happening here, but over there, it's just like, you're just fucking McDonald's. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. nothingness. Yeah. And then, fourth, yeah, just like, harping on the same shit like the same complaints or the same and it can that's get like emotional intensity that's like really uncalled for with these like little i wouldn't say like i'm i don't consider i mean you guys you guys can tell me different i don't consider myself like well actually not true i'm weird about germs i'm not i was gonna say i'm not like mm. like a lot of fours um maybe aren't so ocd but like i'm weird about fucking germs like i can't i've i was into purell before purell was cool like, <laughs> I i like I, it's weird. I, I've since a little kid, I like I like I will not use I will not like take a shit in a public bathroom. Um, I'm like really weird, really? You, yeah. You've never
2: had to, like, you've never I mean, I've
3: had to, like, okay, I've had okay. to make certain deep sacrifices in my life, <laughs> but there, there is a weird germ thing I've got. That's a that's like a one ish thing.
0: My uh, yeah, my long time four friend has that
3: too. Same thing, germs. Yeah, like I mean, and like I, I wouldn't let y'all into my room without, though, with shoes. Yeah, I'm a slob too. Uh, yeah, but like weird. I wouldn't let y'all into my room without with shoes on. Oh yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's I mean, that's, I think smart. Americans are fucking so fucked up that they walk with shoes in their house. You know, it's well, like I, it makes sense for New York because New York is a disgusting city. <laughs> no, New York, to most you places. step in shit and vomit every day, and and then you know, like bring that in your room. It's, it's yeah, awful. yeah. Um. Uh, Any more Rag drag harder on four? Uh, um, line to two, line to two. To oh, two. yeah. Yeah, let's do that. So, uh, for, like, what I'll just say at the beginning is that people always fucking uh, who are arguing that they're like about some issue that's really nine ish that, the, that they're trying to construe as four is they go fours, uh, fours go to two and they want to people please. And like, I don't experience people pleasing as a four thing at two. Um, What I think it is is, like, all the, like, individualism and all the separate and fuck you guys becomes, I'm so lonely. (laughs) And it's, like, Mm. feeling really lonely and, like, longing and it gets a little, like, overly romantic. I mean, I think in the high side, too, there's Mm. a romance to four. Um, But in the low side, it's, like, like, intense neediness for, like, a lover or something like that. But it's not like I'm suddenly, like, people-pleasing and I'm, like, helping you out. But, like, uh, you guys saw some of mine, too, this, the other weekend.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I joke that, that your line to two is stronger than mine. Just <laughs> is Don't sense fucking of, say that. There's <laughs> a sense of, the, the, like, Daddy John will, like, swoop in <laughs> to, to, to check in on everybody and make sure every, everyone's cool and are you good. You know, I, I see some of that in myself, but... Um,
3: yeah, there's there's, uh... Daddy's home. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I like randomly like asked you like you doing okay and you're like wait you... fuck off. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I, I, Yeah, my my anytime anyone asks me that, my unconscious reaction is like, what do you mean? Am I doing okay? Like, <laughs> I mean, I then I register and, and I respond like a human, like yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a, a I think there's a really heartfelt sense with fours that can surprise people of. Uh, like that like you said the romantic sense um that thing that can really be with someone else in terms of their emotional state where it's not like nine where it's like just unconsciously absorbing other people's states but can really be in that heart space with other people uh mm-hmm. and it, that's what i i get from
0: four at the in the two space well, certain special people will get the yeah. the real compassion of a four, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean like and and partly it's you know the four is doing so much um, inner excavating of their emotional stuff and then um there's a lot that comes from that or can. Um and so then, you know, at certain select points in time, you know, the four can connect in a in a heart way uh having gained all of that um, you know that uh, inner depth and and sort of use it to uh in
3: a positive way to touch people Certain yeah you know. i think galaria is a good example uh, cuz she's a breath worker and she can really be with all kinds of really intense suffering in a very selfless way but it's not like i'm helping you you know it's just like not at all but yeah. it's ta- taking that like sense of what I have probed and, and, and in myself that that can be of service or of, you know, guidance for somebody who's in the midst of suffering. Yeah. It's hard to describe
2: without like people maybe misinterpreting that to mean that, Oh, this is when, this is the, the compassionate side of four, it, like fours are really compassionate or it's, it's not necessarily a thing where a, a four is identifying with helping. That's right. Um, it's just like an aspect of four that has the ability to be heartfelt like that in like that interview with Manson him being really heartfelt and it felt like a like a social four having like a connected uh like a collective line to two, where he was saying like I recognize that my place in in this collective is to mirror certain people that are going through some things that only in only the way that I can and that my music has an important role to play in all this Um, it felt like, uh, even at the same time he was saying that it wasn't like, like, it wasn't like this, uh, charitable thing was more like, I know there are certain people who, who connect with me and only I could be able to reach them. And, and it's an, I've recognized that my place is to serve that role, Mm -hmm. um, that only I could serve. So there's still that some level of exclusive specificity to it that I'm providing a certain type of attention to someone that could be helpful. That isn't coming from a place of overextending yourself just to be compassionate
0: and helping everyone. It's important that uh, like you started to say there, that it's not interpreted that we're not being interpreted as saying that there are like fours that you just offhandedly say, Oh yeah, he's a really nice guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, there's not, not like
3: gonna, yeah. like I'm a healer. Like you're not
0: really gonna get no. That. Yeah. No, no, yeah. It's
2: there no four, I don't think any four is really identifying with going to the two space, even though it it's like a part of the four structure to be able to do that. Um you're still having to deal with you're not getting the of, affect and identity of that. Right. I mean it's interesting how people make these sort of leaps about four going to two, but they don't do that shit generally don't do that shit with with eight going to two (laughs) because if if you experience an eight people are going to be like what line to two because i mean it's hard for them to even see it uh because Mm -hmm. most people experience eight pretty forceful so when you talk about eight's line to two people can wrap their head around it's like yeah this person is generally forceful but they do have some capacity to be heartfelt and, and soft but for the most part, that's not what you're going to experience. <laughs> yeah, and that's so it's a like, point. see people do this shit with four, and I'm just like, that's so ludicrous because you're not doing that with other types. I mean, because some types are pretty obvious and people have some frame of reference for experiencing them. And, and so like eight going to two, if you know an eight, you know to what degree you're going to experience that going to two in terms of the overall picture of what their eightness is. Mm-hmm. So like when you apply that same... Thought process to four, it's like this is a small aspect of the whole four picture. It's not going to change the whole, you know, what your whole impression of what a four is. Like that's still a negative type for the most part. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. Again, it's very selective. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's, or I mean, not intentionally, right? But it or
3: selective is not the right word. It's, it's, you know, specific and limited. Limited. Like I'm, it's not like a two uh, or like, I have my heart open to the world kind of thing. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Del, what's the negative aspect
3: of foregoing to two? Uh, like I said, like clinginess, neediness. Um, usually with- yep. directed at a specific partner. Um, there can be kind of this, like, w- like, and it's kind of vice versa with two of four. There's just like, oh, I just <laughs> I just need to be taken care of, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we know somebody who yeah somebody somewhere somebody (coughs) and then um the pride of the two can come out in the four as this Mm. yeah you should serve me or take care of me oh wow you know that kind of that's that's interesting
0: yeah that's a good one
3: it's like because like i mean i know that prince is prince but like you can go from prince or princess of four which is this sort of like a little bit more insular and self-indulgent kind of like i do what i want kind of thing yeah like this the two queeny, kind of like serve me now, you know. Kind of <laughs> true. I have a friend, uh, from college, and she's a one. And this was like a big, actually, like a like kind of a life changer for me. But, um, I was like a very schizoidy, like bleak kid. And in college, I was like basically complaining and whining to uh, this friend of mine, her name's Sarah, and uh. She's a one and I can't remember what was going on, but I was just bitching. And she said something to me of like, just deal with it. And like, I was a little bit shocked by her response, but it was so firm and just like, it wasn't mean. It wasn't shaming me. It was just like, you got to deal with it. And it was this whole moment of like, yeah, I got to just like be a man and deal with it. And it wasn't that like toxic patriarchy kind of thing. It was like, no, like, like, I am a man and there's things, it's not like there's things that come with that. And there's things of like stepping up to the plate and dealing with shit. Mm -hmm. And and it was like a real shock to me, but I was like, I think I was in this, like, give me your attention, needing a certain kind of like suck, you know, like, like my, 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 my straw gets in your milkshake or whatever, kind of, you know, (laughs) whatever, like sucking your energy out kind of thing. And her one helped me get in touch with my oneishness of like, oh, no, I got to deal with this and like grow and whatever. But it was it was this point where I was like, oh, that's my two. Like that's where I was into where I was just like in my own vortex and um, kind of like making somebody else in a sense, not responsible, but like somehow giving too much of that energy that I, I wasn't able to. I wasn't holding it myself and I was giving it to somebody in a way that was not healthy for them or myself. It wasn't just mm. talking about my problems. It was like I was, I was somehow getting off on the intention, and I didn't even yeah. know it. Initially. So that's like the whiny, codependent aspect of
2: four going to two, like yeah. just, you know, <laughs> please save me. I guess that's, that's, sort of, that's sort of the thing that people mention of four looking for a saver, which I, I hadn't really wrapped my head around. Is that I, yeah, an I example think of that? I think,
3: it, I think it's overstated, but I think that's where it comes from. Okay. That makes sense. Especially like as a as a four becomes non functional, uh and unable to just perform human functions. Um yeah, it's like I, I need somebody that can at least like show me how to do those things or whatever. So it becomes kind of rescuer y. Hmm. But I think it gets overstated to being like, I want Prince Charming to come get me out of my mundane life, you know, and it's yeah, that's not something really the that
2: Nines identify with All right, so we can do two and wrap up. Do two. So two going to eight. That's, I probably have a lot to say about that. (laughs) My mom, my mom's a two. And I think the thing that throws me off about twos, even twos that are pretty introverted, like that have nine fixes and whatnot, is that uh, twos are surprisingly forceful. And surprisingly, like that, the meme of twos manipulating to get their own way, I think is expressed in the line to eight and twos can really grab the bull by the horns to make certain things happen. Of course, coming from the the place of justifying that they know what's best for you or they know what's best for a situation. But Mm -hmm. it always throws me off guard that in a way that you kind of have to look out for eights in terms of how they look for leverage Mm -hmm. in situations twos are always looking for leverage from the standpoint of, I know what's best for, to, to help. And they, they're using their, um, it's emotional leverage. Yes. Um, so you, <laughs> I've learned you got to watch out for twos because if they can, if they get emotional leverage on you in terms of, I helped you do with this, or they have certain, they know certain heartstrings that they can push, pull on um when the time comes they're going they're going to use those they're going to collect they're going to collect so it's in a way that you have to watch out for eights you got to watch out for twos in terms of the emotional leverage yeah they have on you
3: (laughs) yeah like depending on you know it really depends on how healthy and unhealthy they are but like so the line to eight for the two it's like either when they're healthy, it's like they recognize how much power they have and capacity and influence and impact. And because twos do, twos have a fuck of a lot of energy and they're, they're a big presence in people's lives. But then when they're unhealthy and going to eight, it's like they're not owning all that shit. And so they get overly like identified with being an angel and uh and then like act all really which is a little bit of line there to four where they act all hurt when you like call them out on their bullshit, like <laughs> mm-hmm. no me, I am just trying to help and I was just yep. doing this. And it's like I, I think I've seen with, with twos going to eight in unhealth is like they might have some like position of leadership or like maybe they're just even their 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 family on their level of their family, but it's like they have some kind of clout or influence or like they're the leader of something. And it's like they're doing all this shit and they've got all their programs and agendas and they're kind of pushing it on people. And then as soon as people kind of like like say something about it or be like, hey, I need boundaries or whatever, then the two collapses into like, what are you just, what? You just misunderstood where I'm coming from. And it's like, they collapse into like a child and then you're like, I can't talk to this. Like, there's there's no way to get through here. It's like, it's a way that they like just collapse so that, they don't have to own in this all the shit like an adult you know yeah and you're saying that's the line to four it's like eight and four together in a certain weird fucked up way it's like disowning their own power but still using it like it's the unhealthy eight but then they use tears and drama to deflect from owning their power yeah
2: yeah it's a it's a pretty lethal combo (laughs) just (laughs) like if you catch an eight you know overstepping some kind of boundary you'll hash it out. It, there'll be maybe some arguments or whatever. And now will be the end of it. Like, but with, with two, there, there's no owning generally yeah. of, of wrongdoing. And once a two goes into that four space of, you know, poor me, why are you, why are, you know, I have such good intentions. Like, why are you, why, why would you think this of me? Blah, blah, blah. And you're dealing, you're fighting an emotional battle now that, that you can't win based on any sort of facts or logic. And, and so, but at the same time, you're still dealing with someone who is operating based on uh, applying leverage to situations. And so as an aide, you know, dealing with my my type two mom, you know, I've just basically learned that um, I just don't let her in to situations if I it, unless I know that I'm, I'm going to have to make a deal, you know, right. like, yeah, like she's looking for something and I'm looking for something, and even regardless of what she's saying, that that's there's a leverage
3: game that's going on here. Either that or I just don't let her in at all. Um, that's like the tragedy of of a lot of twos uh, is that like they won't want to be involved, but then they'll do this. And so people got to like take extra precautions to keep them out, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, and it just gets this fucked up thing.
2: Yeah, like my mom just has, a, she had a reoccurring pattern where she comes yeah. in with great intentions. She wants to help you. Do this and that and then you you get involved with her and maybe she doesn't like something you did or she doesn't like a decision all of a sudden she's applying leverage to you and trying to control or she's making moves that weren't part of the original agreement Mm -hmm. or what she said that she intended and all of a sudden people start feeling uh, manipulated or they feel like you didn't act according to what you presented yourself. And so that manipulation aspect of two shows up and people are like, I'm just not going to let you in to this aspect of my life. I'm not going to talk to you about this kind of shit anymore. Um, uh,
0: one way yeah. to say it is uh, the, the line to eight is it's, uh, it's adding a certain expansive energy. So the two expands wider or bigger into more aspects of whatever the interrelational dynamic is then was sort of uh, originally intended yes yeah. yes the
2: penetration overstepping of boundaries of eight there you go yeah uh, shows up it's like i didn't agree to this <laughs> yeah you give somebody you give it to you an inch and next thing you know it's like wait what
3: yeah wow. right like you're like i need help with this and then they're like okay i'm helping but you know what i'm seeing all these things and <laughs> We're going to take it in this way. And you're like, no, 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 I just need this. This is what I asked you for. But it's like, no, you know, and it becomes this thing, but it's, yep. it's not that overt. Like, that's what makes it hard is like they play, they can play these subtle games where you're like, you know, on, like they're helping you, but, you know, do I, am I rude to be like, no, 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 not this much help. And then, right. you know, it gets in this weird thing where you just rather not deal with them. Yep. Rejection. <laughs> yeah. They bring so about what they fear. Yeah. So what's the, so that's the unhealthy, what's the healthy line to eight? I think twos that are going to eight, like have power and they like, I mean, like this is just kind of a dumb example, but I remember, um, when I was, I went to a Catholic school in high school and we had to do like these sort of obligatory community service things. And I remember being in this like soup kitchen and I was like, all these fuckers are twos. And I still think that, like, I don't think I was just, you know, naive at the Enneagram. Like everybody had this, the two-ish affect and everything. And I was like, you know, these people are are doing stuff that's like not easy or glamorous or whatever, but they're doing it and they've got the energy for it. And they're like positive for it. So like the two at eight has this real capacity to bring that energy, bring that expansion into places where no one else wants to touch. Like really being of service in a way that like, you know, it's almost like twos were like genetically engineered for like crisis situations. And then they have to like, just live normal lives. And so it gets all fucked up. Mm. But then, you know, it's like, there's these like hard situations where it's like deploy, deploy, you know, Uh and they can go in. I mean, the guy, uh, Mary's dad, Bob Dicas, who taught me the Enneagram originally is a male too. And, um, you know, just has this like really intense charisma. You know, that's like often, I think, sometimes overlooked into like because they can see themselves as like a servant, but like really intense charisma, uh, like super beloved by everybody. And that eight ish energy behind the two ish heart means that like all that capacity is like like given out to so many people and and not felt like a drain. You know, my mom is uh, or she was um, an ER nurse
2: for multiple decades and you wouldn't think that uh just interacting with she's not something she talks about a lot but i mean she has my mom's really expansive in terms of if if shit's going down like she she's just gonna be someone who would just have a level head and start directing this is what needs to happen and so whenever there's a crisis situation people's lives are on the line that sort of this is what needs to, to happen right now in order to save these lives. Or if there's any like disaster that lots of lives are lost, my mom's first thought is like how I wish I could be on the front lines or be, go out there and be one of those people that are, I'm thinking about like, how, how do we make money off of this? <laughs> like there was one, there was one year where I was doing like insurance adjusting, which I don't know if any pe- people know what that is, but it's yeah. if, uh, it, basically if like, there's like a hailstorm. Uh, um there's a bunch of insurance claims on buildings and so these insurance companies send out people that are called insurance adjusters to go and look at the damage to determine if it's legitimate damage and this is where people do like insurance fraud if you want a new roof you can like fake uh damage to your roof and then your insurance company has to send somebody out to make sure that the damage is real uh and corresponds with the hailstorm or whatever the fuck it was and so they pay a lot of pay a lot of money for people to do this boring ass job they send you to different parts of the country that have in disasters for like if there's a hailstorm that hits the east coast they'll be like all right they want to deploy like 100 insurance adjusters so there was like some huge storm that hit the east coast and so my mom's talking about like how she wishes she could go out there to help you know families and provide food and all that health care and all that kind of shit and i'm just like Man, maybe I should drive out there and make some money. (laughs) (laughs) You're evil, (laughs) useless beast. Yeah, Yeah. um, two and four. Yeah, two to four. I could say that there have been moments where I've called out my mom for manipulative overstepping of boundaries, and it's interesting how she she feels like no one really understands how far yeah. I go to help y'all and help everyone <laughs> and my intentions. And it's just, <laughs> just like, I've just seen it happen over and over again. It feels like there's a no, you can't win in terms of, there's no winning in, in terms of calling out a two and when, when you feel like they've overstepped some boundary. So the collapse at four, it's kind of like, you don't, no one gets how hard I'm working. I do so much for everyone.
3: Emma, call your mom. <laughs>
2: it's like, you know, I, I'm always the one who calls you. Why don't you call,
3: you know, that kind of thing, right? Um, yeah, like what I mentioned earlier is just like sometimes when they get called out on shit, like collapsing as if you've just said something horrible about them when you're like, hey, you're fucking around. And it's like as soon as it gets brought to the light it's like how could you say that you know and it's just like <laughs> this drama and relentlessness and it's it's a way to shut you the fuck up you know yep. just don't talk about it but everybody sees that but they're like this is exhausting
2: yep it's the, another good one is like is this the, do you really think this is the kind of person that i am that's, that's yeah that here. yeah <laughs> how dare you
3: mischaracterize me <laughs>
0: just, it's doing this super ego type right right you're saying <laughs> and, you're saying i'm a bad person. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: how dare you characterize me even though i'm doing the same thing over and over again and it's very apparent and transparent to everybody
2: yeah yeah it's like we're not i'm not trying to paint you with a brush i'm just saying that you did this specific thing that wasn't good like can you not do that it's like right oh you're 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 saying i'm a bad person basically how how can you say that this is the kind of person that i am and i'm just like i'm not i'm not trying to we're not discussing your character here. We're just...
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like make moving it to like a hyper personal level in a way, yeah. which is like kind of four ish. Yeah. 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 What about healthy line to four? I think that, uh, like I see a lot of twos, uh, being creative and artistic in various ways. And like, I mean, my mom, uh, both my parents are, are artists in different ways, but my dad's a cartoonist, but my mom, like, when the kids started leaving the house, she got into oil painting and it was pretty good. Hmm. And, uh, you know, it's always this thing of, like, she was like, oh, I just don't have time to oil paint. But it's, this, it's more like when she's in that healthy space where she's able to give her own inner life priority and, like, you know, not be just out in the caught up in relatedness stuff. It's like when I focus on myself, I'm able to, like, express my own vision and my own creativity and aesthetic and do something that's, like, you could call soul building and not just somehow related to my network of relationships yeah
2: I don't know if I can think of any example of uh my mom's line to four I guess it's noticing how twos have modes of int- or, or interests that have nothing to do with inserting themselves in other people's
3: lives or helping other people that is just like purely prioritizing their personal life mm-hmm like and personal, from the point of view, like actually personal, not just like my closer friends or something,
2: mm-hmm. or not like something. Like I think on a two calls, uh, I don't know who mentioned it, but just having a hobby that
3: has nothing to do with other people, like uh, our uh, our friend Alex uh, is you know dancer. Mm-hmm. He's on the two calls, there, there, yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. That's an example of something that doesn't necessarily help anybody. Yeah.
0: Except when you look at her body while she's dancing, <laughs> yeah, she's helping yes. a lot. So. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
2: Solving deep problems.
3: <laughs> deep. Problems. Um. Anything else? I think that's it.